Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill their promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. 
Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Welcome to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. We are streaming around the world, broadcasting around the world on the Fringe FM tonight. You can listen on the Fringe FM app, TalkStream Live, the Paranormal Radio app, and you can download those apps for free to your mobile device. If you have missed any episodes of The Secret Teachings, or if you want to listen again, especially if you want to listen at a different time of the day or of the night, you can subscribe to our show archive at www.thesecretteachings.info. Sometimes our shows are stolen and put up on various streaming sites, and uh, that should not be the case. So if you want to get direct access to the Secret Teachings archives the way that they are supposed to be, where the support helps the show, and uh, although I like that the information is available, I don't like when people make money off of my content. Uh, I don't think you would either. So the Secret Teachings website is the only place you can get the archive You'll also have access to the montages, which, as far as I know, are not on the Internet anywhere. We have over 70 of those and growing. You'll also get access to my books, the digital versions of those books, where, again, people have taken those digital copies and the physical copies, and they're trying to sell them for hundreds of dollars. So if you see that, that's not the cost of the book. That's somebody trying to rip you off or somebody trying to rip me off and uh, either make money or make me look like a fool, make me look like I'm selling my books for lots of money when that's not the case. Everything from the archive to the books is on the website www.thesecretteachings.info. If you're not a subscriber, there are some free archives on the site as well. And when you go to the site, you'll see every week, usually the best show I put up on the front page on a slider bar. And as that bar slides, you'll see... The show of the week, you can click on that and download it for free, or you can just stream it. And you'll also see there on the slider bar our two affiliates, our affiliates Pro One Water Filters and US Plus Health, which is giving listeners at The Secret Teachings 20% off your purchase. You can either use the link or the promo code TSTCLEAN. For the water filters, this is something that you should have at least one of in your house. I have two now. Uh, The water filters are something that is necessary no matter what your views on the world are, where you think things are going. Water filters are incredibly necessary to filter your water, whether it's for heavy metals or fluoride or chemicals. Pro One Water Filters filters out most of that, 99.99% of those impurities and others. All of that information is on their website. It supports the show when you grab one of those water filters. They also have shower filters as well. Uh, That is uh, a necessity for people like me who have very sensitive skin, especially to hard or or harder water. So you can check that out as well. 
If you'd like to contact us, the email is rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. I've been putting tonight's show off for a couple of days because um, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, I did a show that was a a second part, really, to uh, a Britney Spears show that we had done a couple of weeks ago, earlier this month uh, of July. And I did that show uh, about Britney Spears regarding her conservatorship and what she claimed in a court plea to a judge was her current uh, situation uh, as her father is running her life and doctors and psychologists are controlling everything that she does. She has been taken to rehab facilities and watched 24 hours a day, not allowed to have privacy to even change her clothes. She has no control over her finances. She has no control over her own reproduction. And we said in that episode a couple of weeks ago about Britney Spears that it's really a microcosm of not only the music industry, because this is what they do to not just Britney Spears, but they do this to countless people in the industry. But this is also a microcosm of what's happening globally. This is a microcosm of what the World Economic Forum wants to do to all of us. You will own nothing and you will like it. There will be no more normal, as you know normal. Things will change. You will do what you are told to do. Everything will be occurring in your household. There isn't going to be even a sporting event to go to. Everything will be within the confines of your little micro-apartment, your little prison cell. Uh, That show we did with Britney Spears, Oops, They Did It Again, I'm a Slave for You, uh, got a lot of really great feedback. So the next week, I did another show as a follow-up after Britney Spears' conservatorship was not suspended. It was not removed. Her father was not removed as her conservator. So we did another show called Lady in Red Lingerie, Bleeding Black Rose. And we did that show because right after Britney Spears had made the statement she made in court and after the court had said that they denied her plea, Britney Spears got onto social media or her handlers got onto social media and posted pictures of her. I think it was a single picture, one picture of her in red lingerie with a black choker and black heels. Now it's supposed to be sexy and get your attention and promote her new project she's working on. And it did promote a new project called Project Red or Project Rose. And so we did that show on Project Rose, what I called the Bleeding Black Rose. And we looked further into the abuse and the trauma of Britney Spears. And once again, how that relates to not only the music industry, but how it relates to each and every one of us. Eventually... If some people have their way, we will not have access to our own money because we will no longer be allowed to buy things. We'll we'll no longer own things. We won't own houses. We won't own anything. We'll be given everything. And that sounds great. But remember, you're not going to be given what you want. You're going to be given what a group of eugenicist, psychopathic, 
elitists want you to have, which is basically nothing. They want you to have dirt. They want you to have bugs to eat. So it's a microcosm of that. And it's also confirmation of what myself and others, like at the Vigilant Citizen, others like uh, my good friend Mike D., who has been with us for 10 years, uh, other people like Mark Devlin, and the list goes on and on, have been talking about and documenting for years, and that is that the music industry in particular, I mean, it's one thing, Hollywood in general, but the music industry in particular is so ruthless in their abuse of the celebrities or the the singers, whatever you want to call them, that they exploit for power, for wealth, for whatever. I mean, it, it, it it's kind of it's kind of bizarre when you watch music videos and you listen to music and you pay attention to the imagery. You'll find that the imagery is virtually the same in in every major music video. You see the, the same symbols over and over and over again. Now, is it because those symbols are really powerful and, and, and it's kind of been you know, market tested that if you put a rose or if you put a butterfly or a woman in a red dress to stimulate sexual appetite or you put vortexes in the background or if you put the blonde wig into the video or you split the clothing color or the hair color so it's black on one side and white on the other side or if you put images of um, like very large eyeballs kind of like people are having uh, some kind of uh, drug-induced trip. Or if you promote, uh, you know, mirrors and split personalities. I, I, I mean, has there been market research done on that that, you know, helps the industry to know that if you put those, those images into the songs that they're going to be popular, that people are going to consume them? Uh, or is it just that's the only thing the industry can come up with and they know that it is going to at least garner attention because people are wondering, well, why, why is, you know, Britney Spears or Sabrina Carpenter or, you know, name a celebrity, uh, Lady Gaga. Well, why, why are all these celebrities in music videos with like split personalities with multiple heads laid out on a table with their faces missing uh, in red dresses being, being, uh, you know, auctioned off in some sex slavery, uh, sex auction. Why? Is, is that just the only thing the industry can come up with? I, I mean, maybe that is the only thing the industry can come up with if the industry is pretty much run uh, and these videos and these songs are produced by just a handful of people. But even then, I mean, you you don't need to do that to be profitable. There are you know, I can think of one independent artist off the top of my head named Tom McDonald who sings, uh, and he has really great lyrics, who sings uh, as kind of the antithesis of uh, the, the mainline uh, entertainment music rap industry. And he obtains tens of millions of views and likes more than your standard music industry song. So it makes you think, as an independent artist, an independent artist can honestly, even on YouTube, do better than the artist who has hundreds of millions of dollars 
pumped into their image it, because it's stale. It's not real. And I think the public, even if they, they're unaware of what the red dress might mean or the blonde wig, they're, they're aware of that. And they, don't, they just don't want to see that crap anymore. They, they want to see actual art. They want to see somebody creating something. They don't want to see some Hollywood celebrity dolled up and uh, you know treated like some, some object in a, in a music video. People don't want to see that anymore. Uh, but then again, there are enough people who do want to see that, that maybe that's just how the industry is able to, to uh, you know, obtain their, their wealth and their power. But you see, it's not just, you know, an idea that's sold. I always say it's not just a product, it's an idea, but it's not just an idea that's sold, it's also a product. Yeah, they're selling you sex. They're selling you controversy. They're, they're, it's, it's like Marilyn Manson you know, on stage, burning a cross or ripping up a Bible. You know, it's shock value. It's like Black Sabbath with, with their name changed to Black Sabbath. It's shock value. But, but I'd argue that, you know, in the case of Britney Spears or Lana Del Rey, it's not shock value. Uh, or Katy Perry's another example. It's not shock value because they're all doing exactly the same thing. You know, shock value is only shocking when you don't expect it. If you expect to see it every single time, it's not shocking. It becomes normal. And that's what this imagery has become in the music industry. And someone had asked me uh, on Facebook uh, about the red dress. They had asked me, well, what exactly is it about the red dress that makes the red dress important or in, r- makes the red dress significant? Like, I, this is a, a lady who asked me this question. Um, I, I met her at a conference, a contact in the desert a couple of years ago. Um, she's from Canada and she, uh, she's very well versed on the occult and uh, understands uh, the symbolism uh, of uh, very sacred symbols. And that's what she was curious about. She said, I thought the red dress and the rose were sacred symbols. Why are you suggesting that they are, they are dark symbols and I, I told uh, the lady, uh, her name's Ashley, I told Ashley, um, and I was kind of surprised she didn't actually know this, but the red dress goes back to ancient Babylon. Uh, the, the, the term hyridol um, is a word that we'll look at a little bit in the next segment. Uh, in Babylon, Inanna, or Ishtar, was considered the sacred woman, kind of like Isis, the very sacred woman. And she was known under the term Hyredul. This was a title awarded to the Sumerian high priestess presiding over the most sacred of ceremonies in what is known as the bridal chamber. And from this word Hyredul, we get the word harlot. And the robes that the Hyredul would wear were scarlet, red, and they were meant to represent Raitu in Sumerian, meaning truth. So the truth of the red dress and the truth of the Hyredol, which has been translated to harlot, is rooted in very ancient mystical ritual and symbolism. And it's been exploited to sell the very opposite of once, what it once represented. And that's what we see in the music industry. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's a lot more after this. Please don't go anywhere right here on The Fringe FM. Stay with us.
Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the Secret Teachings Radio on the Fringe FM. If you enjoy the Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit the website, thesecretteachings.info, and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of Ryan's books. The show offers weekly and monthly subscriptions, or for $50 a year, get access to the archive, montages, and digital books at a discounted price. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the donate button at the top of the page. Your subscription supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and you. Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and like my show, I like to associate with people and companies who are passionate about taking steps to a healthier life. Pro One Water Filters brings you simple-to-use systems for the home, business, and even the shower. They filter fluoride, heavy metals, and more, and their shower heads stop chlorine from being vaporized and inhaled. I personally use their systems now for five years, and they're worth every penny sincerely. Our other affiliate, US Plus Health, is a small American company specializing in hydrogen peroxide solutions, isopropyl alcohol, and hand sanitizers with no additional ingredients like ethanol, chloride, or methanol. They use 100% U.S. materials at an FDA-registered facility. Their simple, non-toxic formulations are both safe and gentle. They evaporate quickly and leave no residue or stickiness. They're even recommended by the CDC, FDA, and WHO as opposed to other toxic chemicals like QACs. Find links to these affiliates, Pro One Water Filters, and U.S. Plus Health on our website, www.thesecretteachings.info for links, or visit usplushealth.com and type in the promo code TSTCLEAN. Do you want to know more about this strange and weird reality we live in? Join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where we explore the unrevealed. Every Wednesday night, live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny. We are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK. The Fringe FM. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. If you want the most unique blend of subjects anywhere on radio, from parapsychology, pop conspiracy, parapolitics, the paranormal, and symbolism, look no further than The Secret Teachings, airing Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Our topics, themes, and perspectives are not bogged down by rhetoric or ideological collective associations. It's just raw thought and consciousness. Check us out by visiting our website at thesecretteachings.info or the network fringe.fm. 
The music tonight, White Bat Audio and Secession Studios. Find them on YouTube. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and you are listening to the Secret Teachings Radio, broadcasting on the Fringe FM Monday through Friday at the same time each night after Lighting the Void. Our website is www.thesecretteachings.info, where you can find our full show archive, including our previous two shows on the music industry. Oops, they did it again. I'm a slave for you. And Lady in Red Lingerie, Bleeding Black Rose. As you know, Britney Spears, after pleading to get out of her conservatorship, was denied that plea by a judge in Los Angeles. And a few days later, she took to social media, or her handlers took to social media, and she appeared in red lingerie with a black choker and black heels. And I did that show in the red lingerie, or the red dress, the lady in red, and the bleeding black rose, I called it. And I was asked a question that uh, I felt was necessary to address on the next show I did tonight about this subject. It's an obvious question, and um, it should have been uh, something that uh, I went into greater detail about on the Red Lingerie show, Uh, but this lady named Ashley asked me, why is the red dress uh, a negative or a dark symbol? Why does it signify something dark? I thought the red dress was a very powerful uh, feminine symbol. And I said to Ashley that it is, but it stems from an exploitation of that sacred symbol. In the same way the rose has been exploited, and the rose has, in essence, been defiled. The rose represents not only the female and not only sexuality, but the rose represents initiation into a a higher understanding. Uh, There's a Sumerian goddess that some of you are probably aware of, uh, of love and fertility, kind of like the Greek Aphrodite. She was named Inanna. And she's a mother goddess, kind of like Isis or Ishtar. And this is also partly where we get the idea uh, and the name Nana. Children call their grandma Nana. Inanna, she was often depicted with uh, sunbeams radiating from her body, like the Japanese goddess Amaterasu. She was known as Ishtar in Babylon and was considered to be the quote-unquote sacred woman. She was known under the term Hyrdul, Hyrdul, Hyrdul. That's the name, Hyrdul. This was also a title awarded to the Sumerian high priestess presiding over the most sacred ceremonies of the bridal chambers. This was part of the ancient mysteries in Sumeria, and the high priestess, a woman, would take on the image and the personality and would, in essence, channel the sacred woman in Nana, or Ishtar, or whatever sacred goddess you wish to uh, use the name of. They all represent the same thing, essentially. So the high priestess, a very human woman, would essentially draw down the moon 
as pagans know it or Wiccans know it, draw down the moon. She would allow for the goddess Inanna or Ishtar to take possession of her, her body. She would not in some demonic possession, but to allow the goddess to work through here, uh, work through her in the, the, the sacred ceremonies that she would perform. Now, from their positions as sacred women, these high priestesses administered the final elements of initiation, leading a candidate to resurrection, what is called living resurrection. Because of the associations with bees and honey, which are very prevalent in the mystery schools, and you can even see the beehive, which represents uh, community and brotherhood and working together with others uh, in masonry, and it's a heavy um, heavily used symbol in Mormonism as well, uh, because of the association with bees and honey, uh, those elevated to such a state of consciousness through living resurrection could be said to have entered the, quote, land flowing with milk and honey, something that when I was in middle school and uh, even before that, I was in a Christian school and we heard about the land of milk and honey quite a bit. Now, the robes of the Hyredul were scarlet. They were red, like the red dress, and they represented the Sumerian truth, or ritu, R-I-T-U, from where we derive the word ritual. Now, before the Bible was translated into English, the word Hyredulai, just a very uh, variation on the word Hyredul, the word Hyredulai, from where Hyredul is derived, was mistranslated into the word harlot. Women in red then became identified as being promiscuous or outright prostitutes. Inanna and Ishtar thus became individually known as the, quote, whore of Babylon. And those like Mary Magdalene were even called whores and prostitutes. In fact, in some of the Jewish texts where they say that Jesus is burning in feces and excrement, uh, Mary Magdalene is often considered a whore to a lot of Jewish sects. That's what they call her. They call her a whore. They call her a prostitute. Now, female administrators of these rites were considered sacred women until much later when men primarily replaced them and internal salvation was replaced with external reliance and vicarious atonements. Now, when you look at the music industry in particular, it's, it's heavily used in the music industry. The red is a symbol that shows sexuality. And, and, and yes, they're selling you that with Britney Spears in the red dress, for example, or any woman in the red dress. But it goes way beyond sexuality. And it's also... Not to forget, extremely, extremely esoteric. In fact, it's so esoteric that it takes you from the sacred ceremonies performed in the bridal chambers, where the Hyraldul is the sacred woman wearing the red robes of truth, to the perverted, in essence, black masses, where the red represents sexuality, promiscuity, and the diabolic orgy or pact made with Satan. And in this process of transformation from sacred to profane, the red dress, uh, the color red, and the rose 
have become defiled. And now they are used as symbols of trauma and abuse and torture. They're symbols of mind control and slavery. And they're symbols of creating robotic-like servants, both to the music industry, to the handlers who control these pop stars in particular, and to the overall record label that signs them, but also to society at large, to the people that listen to the music and watch the videos, and maybe more disturbing than the people that watch it, the people that watch it or the people that listen to it and don't really watch or listen. They allow themselves to suspend reality and they lose themselves in the videos or the music. And kids especially that listen to this kind of stuff, and uh, I don't know what the statistics are on it or how you could find those or even if they are statistics that are kept, but I'd imagine that kids are listening to this kind of music, the Britney Spears, the Lady Gaga, and you know the, the Cardi B and others like that. Cardi B's just, I don't even know what that is. Um, they're listening to this stuff at a younger and younger age. And we know that children are not fully consciously aware in the way that we adults are. Children are still in a, a, uh, a wavelength of consciousness that is very fanciful uh, and it's very uh, wondrous. Uh, they live in a wonderland, a fantasy. And listening to this stuff can essentially act as a programming ritual. It, it acts as a, as a form of program to alter their perception, to alter their consciousness, to place things in the subconscious. I've long argued that uh, the music that we hear is not just and we know this to be true, uh, meticulously engineered to be something that whether you like it or not, you can't stop listening to it, but that it's laced with subliminal audio that encourages you to do things that you might otherwise not do. If you've ever seen the TV show Evil, there's an episode in the first season about these girls who can't stop singing this, this song. And you find out that in the song, and that the, the girls end up they, they start hurting themselves because uh, you know the song is so repetitive. They try to they try to uh, stab their eardrums out, and it's a very creepy episode. You find out that the song is laced with a message, and it's telling young kids the only ones that can hear the message because they're under a certain age, you can hear different frequencies, kind of like dogs. Kids can hear things that parents can't hear. They're being told to, uh, if, 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 well, basically to commit suicide, if they want attention or if they want to uh, you know, get results and actually kill themselves, then uh, there is a way to do that. A cross for attention, down for results. A cross for attention, down for results. Across the river or down the river, across for attention, down for results. That's what's being told to the kids in the music. I don't know if every song in the music industry, every song that's produced is subconsciously in, in an auditory fashion programming and conditioning people to think things, whether it's you know, depression or suicide or whatever. The imagery 
and the unrealistic uh, standards for uh, women in particular, uh, but even men, uh, is one thing. But what is underneath of the audio and what's underneath of the video is uh, another thing entirely. But if you think about it, you know, the videos, uh, they, they have the imagery of the red dress. They have the imagery of the multiple personalities of the blonde wig, uh, the alter ego, the Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus uh, story, essentially. Uh, the, going, going back to Marilyn Monroe, they have the, the imagery of the, of the, uh, of the butterfly, of the, the, of the mind kind of fluttering around under the control of something else, not really fully conscious, not really fully aware being in a trance, being hypnotized. You see that in the music videos, and you see that in movies, and you see that in TV, and that's blatant on the surface. But I see that, and you might see that because we study these things. The average person doesn't see that because they don't study these things. They don't know what those symbols mean. It's just a rose. It's just a red dress. Oh, the girl looks hot in the red dress, right? Or, oh, the rose is a pretty flower. Or, oh, the butterfly I like butterflies, but you don't think what it signifies, what it means, why they chose that symbol, and why it's constantly in our face in the entertainment industry. They've taken the sacred rose that gives the bees honey, and they've defiled it. They've broken it. They've pulled the petals off of it. They've stomped on it. They've spit on it. They've cursed it. They've done that to the sacredness of the female, and they've done that to the human being in general. They've taken a sacred symbol of femininity and initiation into the mysteries, and they've degraded it. They've taken the red dress, which was a symbol of truth in Sumeria, the Raitu, the scarlet robes that represent truth, and uh, for where we get the word ritual, and they've taken that and they've turned it into a symbol strictly of animal desire, strictly of sex. When in the mystery schools, you abstained from social contact, especially from sexual intimate contact. You abstained from eating and drinking certain things like meat or alcohol, and you immersed yourself in study and meditation. What they're offering you is promiscuity. They're offering you gluttony. They're offering you drunkenness and drug-induced states of awareness. That's why you see these music videos that are becoming more and more popular, whether it's Eminem or Sabrina Carpenter, where their eyes are really, really, really large, kind of like those children's toys with the real big eyes. It's not cute. There's something wrong with that. And there's a reason that the eyes are really, really big. It's not just the covering of one eye. That's really, really big eyes. Dilated pupils. Why do you think you keep seeing that over and over and over and over and over and over again? I keep seeing these images over and over because they understand how these images through genetic memory have affected humans since the beginning of recorded time. And now these images, since they've been hijacked, are used to influence you on a subconscious level to do what the music, to do what the video, to do what the TV and the movie programming wants you to do. 
whether it's believe a certain thing or it's to see the world in a certain way or it's to buy a product or even if it's just to buy an ideology, it programs you to do those things. So Britney Spears pleads to the court to get out of her conservatorship and uh, she does that on the, uh, the 23rd of June, 2021, so about a month ago. And uh, the plea was denied. She is still in her conservatorship. And within just a few days of the judge denying the plea... Britney Spears pops up on social media with that proverbial red dress, except it was really a piece of red lingerie. Now, what I thought was really, really interesting is that Britney Spears was in this red lingerie, and it was meant to promote a project called Rose. Project Rose. So think about this for a second. Britney Spears pleased to the court in late June. She says that she's basically under the control of handlers. She talks about being forced to have an IUD. She can't get access to her own phone, her passport, her money. It's all controlled. Her Instagram, everything is controlled by handlers. The same story that Amanda Bynes told when she also claimed that they had placed a microchip in her head. It's the same story that was fictionalized with Miley Cyrus in the TV show Black Mirror. So Britney Spears has this forced IUD. She has no control over her reproduction. She has no control over her finances. She has no control over her person. June 23rd, Britney Spears enters this plea. The next day, June 24th, the plea is denied. A couple of days later, she pops up on social media and says, all has been said and done full circle, back to red, in all capital letters, with explanation marks, five of them. This is believed to be a reference to her new project called Project Red or Project Rose. Well, a few days after her plea... One week exactly, the singer named Poppy, whose real name is Mariah Rose, released a video. The video was released on June 30th, 2021, depicting all of the important elements in Britney's plea. The song was called Her. It features robotic pop stars being manufactured in a facility. That's literally what the video features. Robotic pop stars being manufactured in a facility before being placed on stage with guitars to perform for a handler, an overseer, an overlord. When the overseer becomes displeased with the girls, this creature, there's no identification of identity, uses its powers to remotely throw them off the stage, kind of like a Jedi. They use the force. The girls are then replaced with new robots that attempt to rebel from their slavery, indicated by the removing of a blonde wig. This is all in the video. 
The handler then becomes so angry, it lifts the performers off of the stage and slams them back down, at which point the robots remove their face or alter identity, kind of like Hannah Montana. Once they've rejected the programming and control, the handler bends them backwards using those same powers and smashes them into the stage again, presumably dead. Now, the song Her is from Poppy's fourth album. Her name is Mariah Rose. Poppy's fourth album. And the singer confirmed that the song was written in 2019, though it was released in 2021. Some speculate that it references her former collaborator and partner, who is believed to have created the robotic character of Poppy. Whether this is the case or not is really irrelevant because the music video itself depicts in visual animation the control maintained by the handlers, including parents, of some of the most famous entertainers. Here are some of the lyrics. Give her a face, give her a name that isn't hers, then make her yours. Say she's adored, call her a whore, then pick her up, throw her on the floor. I'm getting to know her and all of her anger. You won't recognize her if you encountered. I'm getting to know her and all of her anger. Picked herself up, put herself back together. Give her a taste, take it away under your thumb. Tell her to stay. Don't say a word. Don't disobey. When she woke up, she ran away. Now, perhaps the song is a way for Mariah Rose to express the horrors of what she's been the victim of, or perhaps it is a warning to other performers. It may also be a way to control the audience, to troll the audience. This is another serious consideration that we have to have for Britney Spears' desperate plea with the court. Perhaps the entire thing was an act to promote her new project, Rose. Now, the music video for the song Her really, in a simplified way, demonstrates and shows what occurs in the music industry. It shows us metaphorically and a little bit of literalism how these pop stars are manufactured. I'll play you just a moment of the music video here. Kind of keep it partly in the background. The manufacturing of pop stars. And there's this supernatural handler that oversees the whole operation, and it, of course, has no face. It's a blacked-out face, kind of like a shadow person, or a slender man, or a hat man. And the pop stars are brought out on stage with their blonde hair, looking like robots, playing for the handler. So as this song is proceeding, you can see that the the robotic pop stars, they make some mistakes while they're performing. And as long as they're performing with perfection, the handler has a face, a white porcelain bedlam-like face. If they make a mistake, the face begins to turn black and it becomes featureless again until they meet the 
specifications of what the handler wants. So when they mess up, the handler becomes angry. But when they play perfectly, the handler is happy again. But because the girl messes up, they get rid of her and they manufacture another pop star and they put her on stage to replace the girl who messed up. It has to be perfect. Perfection, perfection, perfection. That's what they're showing. And they're showing the metaphor of the robotic pop star. Manufactured, created. Just like Poppy's song, Time Is Up. So you see the blonde wig. You see the alter ego in the face. The robotic nature of the performer. This isn't just Poppy. This is the whole of the music industry. And we're going to look at more of this when we come back from break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings Radio right here on The Fringe FM. Please go to our website, thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe to the archive. Support the show. Email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. If you're interested in this in more detail, I have my book, The Technological Elixir, where you can find a, a review of everything we're talking about and a lot more in the music industry. Here, the pop stars take their blonde wig off and the handler becomes very mad. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Lifting the veil and peering into the abyss should only be done with the proper tools. Get them right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. And don't forget to download The Fringe FM app for free for your mobile device. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books. Available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and like my show, I like to associate with people and companies who are passionate about taking steps to a healthier life. Pro One Water Filters brings you simple-to-use systems for the home, business, and even the shower. They filter fluoride, heavy metals, and more, and their shower heads stop chlorine from being vaporized and inhaled. I've personally used their systems now for five years, and they're worth every penny sincerely. Our other affiliate, US Plus Health, is a small American company specializing in hydrogen peroxide solutions, isopropyl alcohol, and hand sanitizers with no additional ingredients 
ingredients like ethanol, chloride, or methanol. They use 100% U.S. materials at an FDA-registered facility. Their simple, non-toxic formulations are both safe and gentle. They evaporate quickly and leave no residue or stickiness. They're even recommended by the CDC, FDA, and WHO as opposed to other toxic chemicals like QACs. Find links to these affiliates, Pro One Water Filters, and U.S. Plus Health on our website, www.thesecretteachings.info for links or visit uspplushealth.com and type in the promo code TSTCLEAN. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK, digital broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Are you thinking about creating a podcast but don't know where to start? Do you really want to have to learn all this stuff? Individual track processing, enhance and improve sound quality, edit out those awkward processing slips, mix multiple clips and tracks, spike volumes, deliver consistent sound, live podcast production, show notes and SEO optimization, episode upload to hosting, live call screening, balance levels and loud measure broadcast standards, full branding packages, logo design, podcast site, website, show artwork. Or do you just want to get on the mic and get your ideas out there? The Fringe FM team is here to help with all of your podcasting, audio and video production needs. From simple podcast audio enhancement, our professional production staff will make it easier than ever to create the podcast you desire. Visit thefringe.fm, join our team, and get jump started on your podcast today. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. What are you doing on Wednesdays? I want to invite you to join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where I provide commentary and invite guests on to talk about UAPs, conspiracies, current events, nature of reality, consciousness, and of course, the paranormal. Listen to The Rogie Report every Wednesday live at 6 p.m. Pacific. 9 p.m. Eastern here on the Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears spoke out about her conservatorship, and we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support, and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of The Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after lighting the void with Joe Roop, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM, brings you exclusively The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is the Secret Teachings Radio, broadcasting around the world on the Fringe FM, the Fringe.fm, or the Fringe FM app, TalkStream Live, and the Paranormal Radio app. This is Mariah Rose, a.k.a. Poppy, a song called Her, 
about manufactured robotic music industry slaves. Filled with metaphor, filled with symbolism from the blonde wig to the robotically controlled pop stars. Some of it's literal, some of it's a metaphor. There's a handler who controls these girls, and when they don't do exactly what they're supposed to do and they aren't perfect, they're replaced. This song came out on June 30th, 2021, seven days after Britney Spears pled with a Los Angeles court to escape her conservatorship. And the day after that, on the 24th, that plea was denied. A week later, this song came out, pretty much confirming and metaphor what Britney Spears explained to the court. Basically, a mind-controlled sex slave, and you're controlled like a marionette or a robot by the industry, by your handlers, whether that's your dad or some psychologist that puts you on lithium and puts an IUD into you. And in the song, at this point in the song, about two minutes, 30 seconds into the song, the Robotic pop stars take off their blonde wigs and then they rip off their masks. That's the alter ego, of course. And the handler becomes so mad, the handler kills the girls, picks them up, slams them down into the stage. Now, the song's supposed to be about a relationship and about, you know, typical things that a young adult might go through, but. Why, if that's the case, is it the same exact imagery like I've asked a thousand times that you'll see in every other pop song that you find is popular or even semi-popular? Why? It's a real question, not rhetorical. Why? Why is it the same imagery over and over and over again? Marionettes, butterflies, strings attached, mind control, programming, robots. You think about Britney Spears and her little schoolgirl outfit. Things have changed dramatically in the last two decades. They've gone from a schoolgirl to singers like Mariah Rose and those like Jasmine Bean or Death by Rami who do nothing but dress up and portray monsters and demons and alcohol and drugs and mental illness. They glorify it, mind control. What do you think all of that represents? Is, is it just you know, the only way that you're allowed to express emotions in the music industry? Is that the only way that you can express hardship and try to communicate to an audience to try to relate to them? Is that the only way? Uh, it, it certainly isn't, but that's what it seems like from the vantage point of the music industry. That song came out on June 30th called Her by Mariah Rose about all those robotic industry slaves controlled by a handler, and when they don't obey, they are replaced. Britney Spears made some comments in front of a you know, a judge, she called into the, the hearing about the conservatorship on the 23rd of June. And within a week, this poppy song comes out basically confirming in metaphor and symbol what Britney Spears said in that, that hearing. 
But then Britney Spears came out a few days after that and uh, on social media, which I don't think she has control of anyway. She says that everything that she needed to say has been said and that everything is going to go back to being red. And she's standing there in a piece of red lingerie with a black choker and black heels. The significance of the red dress, of course, going back into some of the earliest recorded days of man and into the mystery schools and secret societies of ancient cultures and civilizations, the red dress signifies the sacred woman. A sacred woman is the, the, in Wiccanism, it's the witch who draws down the moon. In the mystery schools in Sumeria and Babylon, it was the woman who was the high priestess who presided over the most sacred ceremonies in the bridal chambers. Sacred woman administered the final elements of initiation leading to resurrection or living resurrection. She channeled Ishtar, Isis, Inanna, Amaterasu, various different names for the same goddess, the same mother goddess, the same rituals that are performed under different names, different cultures, different myths. Same general idea and, and, and the same theme. The robes that these women wore were called Raitu, which were symbolic of truth, and they were red. And uh, these women were called, uh, they were the sacred women, or known as the Hyradul or Hyradule. Uh These uh, words, Hyradul and uh, Hyradulai, were translated into harlot or whore. And uh, this became uh, the basis for the whore of Babylon. Uh, this was an inversion of the sacred feminine, an inversion of the importance of red in the mysteries, and it was an inversion or a desecration of the rose. It's a very important symbol for alchemists, uh, a very important symbol for occultists, a uh, very important symbol in movies, uh, Beauty and the Beast, it's, it's featured uh, when these things are violated and these things are profaned, you know, then they become uh, quite dark. Uh, they become tools of the diabolic. Now, there are a lot of levels to this, from simple metaphor to literalisms. And we move on from Britney Spears and a schoolgirl outfit to Jasmine Bean, uh, who's a demon, basically, or a monster, worshipping the slender Hello Kitty, which is a a uh, product of the devil in, in, in myth. Uh, she isn't a little girl. There's no sexualization of a little girl. It's just monster. Uh, it's not human. And then that's what you see as another level, another layer of metaphor in the poppy song, Her. It's not just that you're robotic metaphorically and controlled, but poppy in particular heavily promotes transhumanism heavily promotes the disintegration of families and the disintegration of communities. Uh, she has a song where the, the lyrics sing, poison the family, poison the children, watch the children die. Uh, and this girl's in her mid-20s, and her audience is around that age. Uh, that, and that is a very scary lyric. I've, I've played that before, but it just kind of gets stuck in your head. It's, it's very diabolic. I don't, don't even want to hear it. But she says in that song that if you follow her, do what she says, you know, you'll, you'll get whatever you wanted. It's basically a pact made with the devil or diabolic forces. Of course, we did a show last week called The Devil Bears Nada, Be Careful What You Worship, where I explained that a lot of the things that 
the devil or whatever we conceive of as the devil offers you uh, the easy path. Evil is easy. Idle hands are the tools of the devil and the devil is in the details. It's not true. You might think it's a miracle, but in the end, you've been ripped off. Uh, The devil scammed you, conned you, tricked you. That's why the archetype of the trickster is so prominent throughout the world. From uh, Native American cultures to Asia and everything in between. As another singer, she was a big singer, a big performer on a TikTok. One of the biggest TikTok stars, Bella Porsche. Uh, Bella Porsche produced and released a song and a music video back in May of 2021. She has millions of subscribers. Uh, this song in particular has 243 plus, almost 244 million views. It's called Build a Bitch. It's the name of the song. You watch this music video and you listen to the song, you'll see the same imagery that you see in every other video, whether you start out independent like Bella or Poppy or Mariah Rose or you start out like Lady Gaga. or It's just the same thing over and over again. But you li- listen to this song and you see the imagery and you see the wind-up toy little girl and you see the different heads that are being used to manufacture the perfect star. You know, and it's supposed to be about, like, feminism, man, and women aren't perfect, and why can't guys just accept that? And I don't know what you're talking about as a guy. I just, I mean, I, what do you mean women aren't perfect and men aren't perfect? What is perfection? I mean, it's totally subjective. Uh, but it's supposed to be empowering to women. It's supposed to be feminine, yeah, and all the girls at the end that are malformed from the, the, the factory, they're basically put together as robots. They all come out and blow up the factory and attack guys, and she snaps a guy's neck, and it's like, yeah, female power. Well, while you're lost arguing and supporting and whatever it is that you do with the concept of what modern feminism is, which is just a a mockery of of, of the sacred feminine, as far as I'm concerned, uh, the song is telling you something different that has nothing to do with men or women. The song is telling you about the manufacturing of pop stars. It's telling you about the manufacturing of of the mind-controlled sex slave. It's showing you in a, in a real-life but somewhat you know computer-generated, uh, edited video, but a much more realistic version of the animated poppy song called Her, where these girls are robotically controlled, where they're manufactured in a lab. Uh, this is the Bella Porsche song, Build a Bitch, kind of like Build a Bear, but Build a Bitch. And women aren't perfect, so just get over it. And women are going to kill men because they're imperfect and men are evil. Okay, well, let's see what the song says. Welcome to Match Made, home of the perfect woman. Come on in and design the girl of your dreams. Here come all the guys to design the girl of their dreams. It's a mannequin factory where they've got all these heads, and then you can build the perfect girl. It's just like the Poppy song, though. Uh, They're manufacturing uh, robotic-controlled slaves. You can change the, change the hair color, the eyes, their, you know, their bust. Create the perfect woman. It's all about feminism, right? Build 
and one of the girls is defective, so they get rid of her, and it's supposed to signify society, you know, getting rid of those who are defective, and we should really glorify imperfection, again, totally subjective. You know, I talked about last week how uh, Becca Myers, a Paralympian, blind, uh, mostly blind, uh, deaf as well. She's almost fully blind. Uh, She can't go to the Olympics, couldn't go to the Olympics, I should say. I think the Paralympics start in a couple of weeks. She can't go to the Olympics because she can't bring an assistant because of, you know, virus restrictions or whatever totalitarian uh, technocratic uh, medical uh, dictatorship is happening in Tokyo. So nobody cares about her, but they do care about Becca Myers. Um, uh, but they do care about Gwen Berry and Chelsea Wolf and Laurel Hubbard, which is who's a man. And they, you know, it's, it's this artificial concern. But when it comes to someone who's actually disabled, nobody gives a shit. Uh, that's the reality. And and this video is supposed to be about all oh, it's women and all oh, women men are, men want women to be perfect. No, uh, men don't want women to be perfect. And if you want to define perfection, it's like, as a woman in our society, just like as a man, there are incredible pressures placed upon you. And it's particularly harsh on every new, new generation. It becomes harsher because of social media and the influence of the internet and technology. But see, here's the bottom line. as a man, if you want a woman to be some image of perfection, then you need to treat her like a woman and be respectful and take care of her. That's the old idea. You don't just get to sit on your ass and eat Cheetos and watch the NFL every Sunday and make her your maid. Some women actually like that, though. And the same thing with women. You want a man to take care of you and be a man? You want a man to be an actual man? Then you need to be an actual woman. All right, and stop cheating and lying and whoring yourself out in every way imaginable. And maybe men would treat you with more respect. This idea that a woman is powerful because she can flaunt her sexuality, i.e. use it to manipulate men to get what she wants, is absurd. It's abhorrent. It's a defiling of the rose. It's, it's, it's disgusting is what it is. That doesn't mean if you wear something that's provocative, it's disgusting. I mean... Using it to get what you want is disgusting because you are playing on instinct. You are playing on the laws of nature and God, exploiting those laws to extract material things that you desire. It's disgusting. It's abhorrent. It's obscene. It's defiling the sacred. So this song by Bella Porsche is really, in my, in my opinion, an abomination. But it has nothing to do with feminism. It has everything to do with manufactured pop stars and the controlling of women in particular by the music industry. And of course, men are bad, so she kills the man and she breaks the machine and all the girls come out and it's all about how wonderful females are and how empowered they are. And it's like, well, you kind of missed the boat here. It's not about female empowerment. In fact, uh, as she's breaking the machine, what can you see in the background at 1 minute and 28 seconds? You see a woman, a mannequin, in a red dress. It's the same thing over and over and over again. So if this song is about female empowerment and Poppy's song, Her, is about being abused in a relationship that includes the industry and being another manufactured uh, doll, why are these two songs about something that is totally different 
at least in my view, it's totally different. And yet they have the same imagery. It's all the red dress and the mannequins and the, and the, and the factory where people are manufactured. Just like Poppy's song, Time is Up, it begins. In the factory, in the sterile place where they made me, I woke up alone. I mean, she's describing not only the manufactured uh, mannequin pop star celebrity, she's also describing artificial intelligence. She's describing AI, computers, which is what she represents. She's a machine. And Bella Porsche is part machine in this video, Build-A-Bitch. And the funny thing about this is if you look at the artwork for it, well, it's pretty much the same crap you'll see anywhere else in the industry. It's uh, not only in the video, just heads on a table that are being put together and manufactured, uh, but it's uh, a cartoon version of Bella Porsche. One arm is robotic, and her hair is filled with butterflies, and she's holding a dagger, that could signify a lot of things, self-sacrifice, the sacrificing of the beautiful and the sacred, covering one of her eyes. Somebody please explain to me, uh, and I mean this sincerely, please explain to me what I'm missing here. Because apparently this is the only thing that the industry can do. It's like literally whether you're from TikTok or YouTube or you came up the traditional way in Hollywood by sleeping your way to the top or being raped and tortured until you were turned into a, a, a Britney Spears sex slave from Disney to what she has become today. Why the same imagery? Like, are there not people creative enough to come up with something else? I've seen the butterfly. I've seen the robotic arm. I've seen the one eye. I've seen the feminism. I've seen the abuse. I've seen, I've seen all of it. I, can't we have something new? Please, can, can there be something new? No, it's the same thing. It's butterflies, one eye. It represents the mind, the personality, the splitting of the mind, the, the altering of the ego. The various heads that are laid out on the table in the in the song Build-A-Bitch or whatever. Yeah, Build-A-Bitch by Bella Porsche. Um, it's the same thing, the mannequins and the heads. And, and you see that and it's like, okay, Poppy's new song, Her, is robotic pop stars. Bella Porsche's song is robotic uh, manufactured mannequin women. And they're supposed to be about essentially two different things. They're kind of similar, but they're two different things. And then you go back, let's go back to 2018, Ariana Grande, No Tears Left to Cry. And you watch this video, and it has like it has like imagery where the city is turned upside down. It's kind of like Inception, where she's walking on the wall. She's walking on the wall, then she falls through the wall, which signifies the breaking of, of the various forms of the, of the ego or consciousness. She's in a hallway that looks like... Um, uh, the hallway in the Matrix where Neo begins to see the coding in the Matrix. So we're dealing with the mind, and we're dealing with an artificial reality and the bending of reality. And the song goes on. You see Ariana Grande commit suicide by falling off the roof in a polka dot dress, which is a very iconic scene. Busting through walls, falling off the edge, committing suicide in the polka dot dress. As the video begins to conclude, this is probably one of the best examples of mind control and altered egos and various personalities. At about three minutes of the video, she says she has no tears left to cry. And then you see her sitting on the roof. The camera turns upside down. 
And there are various faces that she has on little stands that she can take her face off and put other faces on. And then on the floor, you see this black and white imagery that looks like a Kim Noble painting. Of course, Kim Noble, the multiple personality painter who has uh, painted uh, about child abuse, uh, sexual abuse, and the defiling of what? The Rose. She has a painting called The Crying Rose, and it's very, 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 very similar to the same imagery that you see all throughout the music industry. Project Rose, Britney Spears' new project, Mariah Rose, Poppy, manufactured pop stars, manufactured robots. They act robotically. They're controlled. Bella Porsche, putting together the perfect bitch, as she says in the song. Ariana Grande, no tears left to cry, altered faces that she can take on and uh, she can take on the persona of take them off put another one on there's the maze and the labyrinth where which is the mind and she can break through the walls of the mind and it's the same exact imagery multiple heads multiple personalities in the lady gaga song born this way at four minutes 49 seconds there's the the heads all the heads you can pick from the heads it's the, it's literally the same thing in every single song. I mean, this this whole song is about the birth of evil. It's a very, very weird uh, uh, song. If you ever watched it, it's kind of, if you watch the video for it, it's kind of like, uh, like, like, like a lot of Lady Gaga stuff. As I've always said, I think they charge Lady Gaga's music, you know, her albums under like Moonlight on Halloween. It just has this draw to it. They really, she's either a genius or they really know how to market her stuff and market her. She's been, she's like a siren. You know, I don't even like her music, but I, I can't stop listening to it sometimes. And then you have others like uh, Sabrina Carpenter. Sabrina Carpenter, same thing. Uh, she's got a song called In My Bed we've talked about before. Uh, mirrors and butterflies. And she actually is wearing the black and white clothing of the girl who had her rose defiled in the Kim Noble painting I mentioned. And depictions of that painting, variations of that painting, are in the Ariana Grande song, No Tears Left to Cry. With all the multiple personalities and the maze of the mind. And Sabrina Carpenter wearing the same dress. These big, big, bulging eyes. As the song progresses, it's another great example of controlling the music industry. She begins to multiply. You know, Britney Spears has done this in music. They multiply. They have different facial features. And they sit next together. They lay next together. They talk to one another. They're the various personalities. Like Taylor Swift, she has all these personalities. You go to 128 in the song, and there's all the Sabrina Carpenter, another Disney slave. One minute, 28 seconds. All those various personalities sitting next to each other. And this song is interesting because as it goes on, she ends up in a, in a room, like a padded room, her eyes start turning into a vortex. All of her heads are bouncing around inside this vortex. Just like Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, Bella Porsche, Poppy. She's in a straight jacket. And then you see the handlers come in with the contracts to control her. It's like, what do you what do you think they're trying to show you here? I mean, I, I feel like if you've listened to the secret teachings long enough, even for a short period of time, you know all this already. And people send me new stuff all the time. 
and uh, stuff I don't know. But I, I, I got I to gotta say, you know, if you have never listened to The Secret Teachings, what do you think about this? Please email me and let me know what you think because I just, I need some fresh perspective on it. rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. Please give me some fresh perspective. Why is it from new to old? From Mariah Rose to Bella Porsche to Ariana Grande, Lady Gaga, Sabrina Carpenter. Why, no matter if they start on the Disney Channel or they start on TikTok, why is it the same imagery? Mannequins, butterflies, mind control, multiple personalities. And why is it always just a metaphor of a bad relationship? And the devil is just a metaphor of a really bad guy. But what about the guys that sing the same thing? Is it just a metaphor about a really bad relationship with the girl or with the industry? I mean, from Europe to the United States, there are singers that do the same thing that are men, rappers, uh, you know, musicians. It just It's the same thing over and over. Why? rdgable at yahoo.com. Let us know what you think. Again, I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. The music tonight by White Bat Audio. Stay with us. There's more after this. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on The Fringe FM and join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's thesecretteachings.info and The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients even those in your pet food with free solutions to better health then check out food philosophy all three of these books are available in soft cover or pdf at www.thesecretteachings.info that's where you can read reviews see pictures and even order yours today. It not only supports the secret teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and like my show, I like to associate with people and companies who are passionate about taking steps to a healthier life. Pro One Water Filters brings you simple-to-use systems for the home, business, and even the shower. They filter fluoride, heavy metals, and more, and their shower heads stop chlorine from being vaporized and inhaled. I've personally used their systems now for five years, and they're worth every penny sincerely. Our other affiliate, US Plus Health, is a small American company specializing in hydrogen peroxide solutions, isopropyl alcohol, and hand sanitizers with no additional ingredients 
ingredients like ethanol, chloride, or methanol. They use 100% U.S. materials at an FDA-registered facility. Their simple, non-toxic formulations are both safe and gentle. They evaporate quickly and leave no residue or stickiness. They're even recommended by the CDC, FDA, and WHO as opposed to other toxic chemicals like QACs. Find links to these affiliates, Pro One Water Filters, and U.S. Plus Health on our website, www.thesecretteachings.info for links or visit usplushealth.com and type in the promo code TSTCLEAN. They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> like you're all working for the same guy. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, the Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash the secret teachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Gable, your host, and you are listening to the Secret Teachings radio broadcast, airing five nights a week, Monday through Friday, right here on the Fringe FM exclusively. If you'd like to contact the show, email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. Social media, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. And our website, www.thesecretteachings.info where you can subscribe to the archive and grab a copy of one of my books. A lot of what we're discussing tonight is in the book, The Technological Elixir. Symbols and the history and the origin of a lot of the imagery is in my book, Occult Arcana. You can grab those books on the website or get a free copy when you subscribe to the archive for one year. All of that at www.thesecretteachings.info. So from the red dress and black goo to the butterfly and the split personalities that we find all throughout the music industry. From celebrities, pop stars, Disney stars, rappers, R&B artists, you name it. Internet stars, big industry stars, they all use the same imagery. Why? For those of you who have listened to this show, you probably know why, or you have your own ideas, or you agree with me. For those who don't know, why do you think that is? Why? I'm asking you seriously, why do you think that is? Think about it. I don't have all the answers. I'm just making observations. It's like, I'm just basically observational, like humor. You know, I'm just observing, you know, 
the observation can mean whatever you want it to mean to you. I'm just observing. I look at someone like Bella Porsche, and she releases a video in May 2021, basically uh, showing the manufacturing of women in particular, but people in a laboratory, mannequins, uh, marionettes being manufactured, uh, different heads and body parts being put together. And uh, a few months later in June, June 30th, Mariah Rose released a video showing the same thing, robotic uh, pop stars being manufactured in a factory. Her, her song doesn't have that much of a following in, compared, uh, com- in relation to uh, Bella Porsche, but Poppy's a pretty big celebrity. Uh, she's very well-known, uh, worked with a lot of famous people, and has done a lot of controversial music. And beyond the, the shock value that after a while isn't shocking anymore, it becomes normal, you have to ask yourself why. I mean, are they showing you this because they want you to understand on a subconscious level this is how the industry works? Or are they showing you this because on a subconscious level, you accepting it opens the door for that influence in your own life? So you basically become a manufactured pop star, but you're not a pop star, of course. You are a manufactured, controlled robot of whatever your handlers deem fit in regards of how to use you. You're just a puppet, marionette. I mean, that's what the whole delta symbol represents, isn't it? Delta means authority. Delta in mathematics means change. Delta the triune delta plus the numerical value of Greek delta and the alphabet is seven. Four plus three is seven. Seven is perfection, but an inversion of that is imperfection. It's the manufacturing of something artificial. Delta in Hebrew is delef. Its symbol is the number seven. Seven is a heralder of the apocalypse which precedes the manufacturing of a new world on the ashes of the old world. I've talked about this several times on the show, a couple of shows called Delta Farce. It's just as important tonight for a music industry show. Delta is also a wavelength, basically a wavelength of uh, chaos and disease. Delta is also a symbol of fertility out of the Norse Volknut. Delta, furthermore, is the symbol that's all over computer-generated images of a so-called coronavirus. It's the symbol of the so-called Illuminati elite that want to depopulate by sterilizing the world and killing people. Their symbol is the pyramid, right? Sterilization, sterilization, sterilization. Triangles, pyramids, deltas. What does polygon mean? You know that polygon cybersecurity exercise that... uh, World Economic Forum has been running a couple times. They just had the main one the other day. What's that called? Polygon means to neuter, to render ineffective, to create a, 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 a an infertile cast of social insect like a bee or a worker ant. Literally in the dictionary. And that's what you know we've been looking at, from prions disease to blood clots to sterilization in experimental gene therapy shots, which if you talk about, they want to ban you, even if the inventor of the mRNA uh, therapy uh, has an issue with it. They'll ban him too. 
control, altering your genetics. Why? It's not just the metaphor of the devil or the relationship, whichever one came first, the chicken or the egg in the music industry, the bad boyfriend, the bad contract you signed, the bad girlfriend, or the actual deal you made with Satan, your soul, in exchange for talent and fame. And it's never really what you wanted. Like that Billie Eilish song, everything I ever wanted, wanted, and then she crashes the car like Taylor Swift and look what you made me do, destroying one personality intentionally, killing yourself to obtain what you want. Kind of like uh, Natalie Portman in Black Swan. She attains perfection at the end, but she kills herself to get it. Beyond all that, and beyond the metaphor of robotic sex slaves in the music industry, or in Hollywood in general, or those controlled by the elite, or you know those showing in Eyes Wide Shut, the Kubrick film, we're talking about actual robots too. You know, all of Poppy or Mariah Rose's music is about robots and AI and the internet, and she's basically a robot herself. But beyond that, look at the way in which a lot of this music, like the Bella Porsche video, Build a Bitch, is all about feminism and women, and they're just, they, they kill men because men are evil and bad. And it's like, well, maybe if you acted like a woman, maybe men would treat you like a woman. And if maybe if men acted like men, maybe women would treat them like men. Maybe if women and men didn't focus on sexuality so much or promiscuity and they focused on having some kind of value system, maybe we wouldn't be in the position we're in. Maybe if people had a sense of, of, of value to their life and, and to their families, whatever family means to you, not even a nuclear family, but whatever family means, maybe if you had some sense of value, you know, on, on your learning and your growth rather than wasting away and being controlled by, by shadows and hands that come out of the shadows, knowingly allowing yourself to be controlled because it's just easier. It's easier to be evil. It's easier to do the work of the devil than it is to be righteous. It's one of the biggest uh, struggles that mankind faces. It's one of the oldest struggles, a battle between good and evil, darkness and light. God and the devil, angels and demons. You see these robots now, and we know that's not just a metaphor. That's why Britney Spears was in a little dress or little outfit, little schoolgirl outfit. And now Jasmine Bean and Poppy are and uh, Death by Rami and all others are just like scratching their faces up. And it's all about drugs and alcohol and glorifying mental illness. And they're singing about the devil and burying a friend and communicating with Satan. And they're levitating in their videos. And they're talking about, you know, all the horrible things they've done and the people they slept with and how, yeah, it's empowering and wonderful. And it's like, well, I mean, if you really want to exterminate humanity, you really want to control the population, at least. You want to control the population. Maybe not go so far as to exterminate the ra- the human race. You want to control the population. Uh, the best way to control the population is by breeding into people socially a, 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 a social contract of respect and responsibility and giving people uh, the sense of responsibility in, in terms of how they conduct their, their daily affairs, like structure in their life. Uh, a family unit really helps people to do that. Some people might have five or six kids by choice, but if you have a family structure, people that are educated and people that take responsibility don't have as many kids as people who aren't. Why? It's a clear reason for that. It's a clear indication of that. So if you don't want people to have kids, why promote promiscuity? 
because you have to defile the sacred. You have to defile sexuality. You have to defile the rose, stomp on it, spit on it, abuse it. If you can do that and you can corrupt the female and corrupt the woman, you cut the human race off at its source, the portal for life. You don't have to even sterilize people. You get them to sterilize themselves. It's just like statistically with people that consider themselves trans. Overwhelmingly, it's girls. Overwhelmingly, they want to be boys. Overwhelmingly, they come from white, middle, upper class families. Overwhelmingly, those families are liberal. Overwhelmingly, they're pro-LGBTQ, whatever that means. Overwhelmingly, they support their children but they see no signs of body dysmorphia until one day, suddenly, they snap and they want to be something else and they want to have irreversible surgeries and hormone therapy and the parents don't understand it. And the kids using slogans they read online and listening to coaches on social media tell them what to say and what to do. The parents question it, don't support it fully. Guess what happens? The parents are toxic now. That's what happens if you're questioning the narrative. You're toxic. You hate women or you hate trans people. Why do you think they're doing that to women? Why do you think prior to 2012, prior to the last decade, virtually everyone who was trans, and it was a percentage of 0.1, were men, little boys really, that wanted to be girls or, you know, men that wanted to be women. I mean, it was like a 0.1% of the whole population. Hardly any girls that wanted to be boys. And then suddenly, within the last decade, the percentages have gone up literally thousands of percent. And it's no longer little boys who have signs of being a girl from the earliest days, the earliest age their parents can remember. Now it's girls, an overwhelming majority, thousands of percent in the U.S. and the U.K., that want to be boys, that want the therapy, that want the the the, the breasts removed. And uh, overwhelmingly, statistically, these girls have never had sex. They never kissed somebody. They never dated somebody. They have no idea what sexuality is. They're being massacred. That's, that's what's happening. They're being massacred. It's not about trans rights. For, 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 for decades, trans people made up 0.1% of the population on average. They didn't brag about it. They didn't hold signs up. Your average gay folk doesn't hold a sign up saying, I'm gay. I like it in the butt. Nobody does that. Except people that want to fill a part of something. They want to be a part of a bigger movement. They want to they make a difference in the world, or so they think. That whole trans movement's moving you towards something that's not so trans-accepting. It's a little bit more transhumanistic. And you get upset about it. Oh, you hate trans people. Now, you're a moron if you think that. You have no idea what you're talking about. You know what doesn't have a gender? Robots. Oh, sure, you can give them a a nice voice. You can give them a female voice so they're not intimidating. Give them a female body, put some cyborg flesh on it. But they don't have a gender. They're machines. They operate like the industry sex slaves of the music industry, or Hollywood in general. Politicians, corporate leaders, psychopaths that have no emotions. Gender doesn't matter. It's about control and about power. It's about fitting into some artificial, arbitrary category. So you're a part of something. And and isolating yourself from others and being less than human, being transhuman. 
merging with machines, being come becoming robotic. It's just like the the album cover for Build a Bitch for uh for this girl Bella Porsche from TikTok, who's incredibly famous now. Uh, she has a robotic arm. It's the same robotic arm that you see in the Britney Spears uh, Will I Am video, Scream and Shout, where Britney Spears at uh, about 59 seconds turns into seven different Britney Spears. Just like Sabrina Carpenter in the song In My Bed, just like Lady Gaga, Born This Way, just like Ariana Grande, No Tears Left to Cry, just like Poppy and her. The new song came out, a manufactured pop stars. It's about transhumanism. It's about artificial intelligence, about creating this digital sub-reality where everything is cloned, everything is replicated, and you are immersed in that world. And that's what Samsung says in their 6G report. The next hyper-connected experience for all is about blurring the line between reality and fiction. In fact, that's what Kathy O'Brien said in the book Transformation of America. She said fairy tale themes were used to confuse fantasy with reality, particularly Disney stories and The Wizard of Oz, which provided the basis for future programming. She said, I had plenty of friends and played enthusiastically at recess, expending large amounts of energy in my subconscious effort to escape my own mind. And I lost myself in the books my father suggested I read. The Wizard of Oz, Alice in Wonderland, Island of the Blue Dolphins, Disney Classics, and Cinderella, all of which were used in conditioning my mind for what soon would become mind control programming. My television viewing was restricted and monitored in keeping with my father's gained knowledge. I was, however, permitted to watch the best of movies, The Wizard of Oz, Disney Classics, Alice in Wonderland, and Cinderella over and 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 over again. Mind control. But it goes beyond mind control. It goes beyond altering the personality, creating alter egos. It goes beyond feminism and women's rights and trans rights. It's about confusing people with their gender and with their sex. It's about removing social interactions from human society. Like uh, an Australian government official said, you know, you might want to hug your friends when you see them, but just don't do that. We're in a pandemic. Dr. Fauci says, don't shake hands. They tell you, guess what? Sperm transfers coronavirus. Don't have sex. Oh, you know that the New York Times said last year that if you're a man, this was back in April of 2020, if you're a man, estrogen can help you survive COVID-19. And I had another listener send me an article from July 9th of the Daily Mail. It says castration can help men live longer. So get castrated. You'll live longer. Might be one second longer, but ha ha ha, you already had your penis chopped off and your balls are gone. Estrogen. That'll fight COVID-19. Estrogen. Why do you think they're telling you that? It's not about helping 0.1% of the population transition into something else. It's about corrupting the minds of the youth confusing people about things that they're already confused about, offering them no guidance from their peers or their parents, turning the parents into these toxic elements of the child's life so that they refuse to communicate with the parent. They're absorbed into these collectivized ideological groups through social media. They're turned into a mob of zombies that demand people who disagree with them or even question them or are concerned with their mental state that they're toxic, that they're violent, that they're anti-whatever label, trans, etc. Meanwhile, 
The music industry is pumping out robotic sex slaves from Poppy to Bella uh, Porsche to Ariana Grande to Lady Gaga to Sabrina Carpenter to, to, to Britney Spears and Will I Am. Pumping out the same crap year after year, decade after decade, conditioning the public to accept what in the 1990s, Britney Spears in a schoolgirl school uniform was as much as the public would accept. Now, it's little girls that are monsters. They're not even little girls that are exploited, and, and it's not even pedophilia or over-sexualizing the youth. It's literally monsters that take on the image of a little girl to transform them into something horrific. You don't think that that might be a metaphor from the music industry about trans people? You want to talk about transphobic? How about the music industry that represents little girls with no sexuality as being monsters? Why? Because they're trying to create it. They're trying to create a world where there is no sexuality. There is no gender. They want to eliminate the orgasm, like Orwell wrote, where children will be born in state hatcheries and controlled in pharmacological methods to love their servitude from the time of their birth because they don't know any better. Masks and vaccines and distancing and not shaking hands, not having sex and not having friends and staying inside and being locked down all the time, 24 hours a day and attacking other people and seeing them as violent and extreme for having their own opinions and their own thoughts and for reading the mainline medical literature that proves all of it to be hogwash nonsense. They're creating a world of mind-controlled pop stars on the microcosm that gets you to pay attention with your energy and with your money, support it to create a culture, an egregore, a tulpa, a thought form that manifests and comes after you to turn you into the same monster, the same monstrosity, the same robot that takes orders from their conservator masters. Where you will own nothing and you will like it. You will have no ability to get pregnant and to have a family. You will have no sense of moral direction. You will do what you're told when you're told to do it. And if you're not doing what you're told, you will be thrown off the stage just like the blonde-wigged girl robots in the poppy video, Her. The handler throws you off the stage. And if you continue to rebel, well, they just kill you. You become excommunicated. From society. There's no longer an ability to think for yourself, an ability to be something that's unique. You fall into a one size fits all category. One size fits all. That's all that you are. That's what they want you to be. That's what they're creating. There's an easy way to defeat it. You see what they're doing, you acknowledge it, and you take responsibility. And you stop participating in the scam. I mean, parents have that responsibility. Adults have that responsibility. In general, we all have a responsibility to show people what's really going on. To really build a better world, we have to stop falling for the crap that says, we want to build a better world by destroying the world. They want to destroy the world because they want to control it by building back their world on top of it. It's not about creating a better world. It's about creating a world that some people can control much easier, where people don't have a right to even own things, let alone have an ability to have children or have a family or whatever it is that they want, to be free to think the way they want to think, to, 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 to demonstrate or to have an opinion, to, to protect themselves, to defend themselves, whatever. That's the new world. That's the world dominated by the siren woman in the red dress or the red lingerie, you know, the one that keeps you distracted in the Matrix, the cyborg in Battlestar Galactica, the red queen 
in the hive, the AI computer, the little red queen girl. And where does all that imagery come from? Alice, Mila Jovovich's character, Alice in the red dress in Resident Evil. It's Alice in Wonderland. The red queen, Alice through the looking glass. And all the clones in the underground facility, the Umbrella Corporation. What do you think all of it means? you think it's just all coincidental? It's just all art. There's no meaning. There's no purpose behind it. I mean, even beyond the subliminal messaging visually and auditorily and even beyond the the perception that people have of uh, programming in television, I mean, they call it programming, uh, predictive programming, revelation of the method. That's, that's what all this is. From the music industry to Hollywood and everything in between, all around the world, music, movies, TV, programming, they work with intelligence agencies, they have agendas, they have things they want you to believe, things they want you to do. They gaslight, they manipulate, they deceive, they lie, they torture, they terrorize, they traumatize to try to control every aspect, every component of your life like you were in a conservatorship. That's what's being created. That's the world we're living in. Now you can say, well, that's scary. Ooh, I don't want to talk about that now. That's, that's scary. You're being mean for suggesting these things. It's time to turn the rhetoric around. You know what's being mean? Not asking parents if their little girl should be put on testosterone. Giving them testosterone and chopping their breasts off without parental consent. That's a little mean, wouldn't you say? A little girl who doesn't know what she wants to eat for lunch, who's never had a boyfriend, but suddenly she knows all about her sexuality. You don't come into your sexuality even after you've had sex until you're probably in your mid-20s. And for some women, uh, they don't come into their sexuality until they're in their 30s, and some people never are comfortable in their sexuality. They're never comfortable in their body. So the solution is just to start chopping pieces of it off. That leads us to a world in which, well, machines have no gender, do they? trans rights or transhumanism I'm going to give you a hint it's transhumanism it's a technocracy it's a medical dictatorship they want control of your mind soul and your body like that old rap song remember that song Illuminati want my mind soul and my body secret society try to keep their eye on me but I'm going to stay incognito remember that song Illuminati want my mind soul and my body Secret society. Try to keep the eye on me. I used to play that a long, long time ago on radio. Luminati want my mind, soul, and my body. Secret society. Try to keep their eye on me. You know, it's funny. You type stuff like that in on the internet and you get like Wikipedia. Fact checking. Or fact checking the Illuminati. Well, the Illuminati is an ideology. It's an ideology just like uh, transhumanism is an ideology. Eugenics is an ideology. There are people that have always conspired to control, that have always tried to rule the world, that have always tried to manipulate and control the population through one means or another. And music and television is just one of the biggest and easiest ways to do that nowadays. They can get right into your home. Right into your your children's room. 
watch and listen and monitor and pump you full of things that are at their very core diabolic and evil in a way that you can never just, you don't think that way, so you can't imagine people would be that evil. But they are and they do do those things. Illuminati. Well, my mind, soul, and my body. Remember that? I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings. That was an old Prodigy song. Illuminati want my mind, soul, and my body. I think the chorus is like somewhere in here. Illuminati want my mind, so let me find that. Here it is. My mind, soul, and my body. Secret society. Trying to keep an eye on me. Check out thesecretteachings.info if you want to access the whole archive. When you subscribe for one year, you get access to all of the books, the archive for the shows, and the montages. Everything is on the website. Helps to keep us on air five nights a week, Monday through Friday, and allows us to do the research seven days a week to produce the shows that we produce here on The Fringe exclusively. Looking into uh, working on some other projects, creating some other shows. I got a lot going on, trying to step away from my part-time job as The Secret Teachings really just kind of takes off and is able to sustain itself. Uh, And it's not a lot of money, just a few subscriptions and a few books a month sold and keeps us on air, lets us do what we do and bring you this content every night of the week. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Gable at yahoo.com is the email. Please go to the website, subscribe, grab a book, support the show. Everything counts. Everything helps. And if you can't subscribe, you can't buy a book, still listening is incredibly supporting. Believe it or not. Shows the numbers, who's listening, who's listening, uh, and who's paying attention. And we know that what we're doing is powerful and important to you. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. And we will talk to you on the next broadcast. Have a good night, have a good morning, wherever you may be. This is The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. Time's up. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.